The Across Her Table podcast is constantly trying to tell stories that inspire. If you like what we are doing, could you please consider subscribing to us? We're a small indie podcast and small gestures of support from you can go a really long way for us. And while you're at it, do you mind giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts? When you recommend us to a friend, it helps us build stronger networks and reach more people. We can impact change simply by spreading the word. So share the joy. This is Mifra Abid from the Greater Toronto Area and you're listening to Across Her Table. This is a podcast where I talk to remarkable Canadian women with immigrant roots and how they're contributing to the social narrative in Canada. Moving to Canada has been an adventure for me, and every day I meet inspiring women who have stories to tell, values to share, and so much to give to their communities. Let's get started. The life of an immigrant is a strange one. It comes with overcoming economic, cultural, and language barriers. It can be an exhausting exercise. Many would be happy just settling down, but not today's guest. Malia Khan has been actively engaged in community work for years. When she moved to Milton, Ontario many years ago, she started with almost zero connections. Malia started the Facebook group Milton Muslim moms to network with other immigrant mothers in the town. Soon, however, this group moved to charity and fundraising, sponsoring refugees, delivering food and clothing to the needy. The list just goes on. Milton Muslim Moms is now a registered nonprofit with almost 8,000 members. Malia also hosts two shows on local TV channels for the Urdu speaking diaspora and she's also a successful restauranter. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Across Her Table, Maliha. Thank you so much, Mifra, for inviting me over. I know it's Ramadan and I know it's a busy schedule for everybody, but I really appreciate you taking out the time for this. No, it's a pleasure. It's an honor that you have asked me to come on your table and talk to you about my experience in um, in Canada. Thank you so much. So, Maliha, going straight to the questions, you are no stranger to the immigrant community in the town of Milton. You are the founder of Milton Muslim Moms, which is now a registered nonprofit. You co-own a highly rated restaurant and you host two TV shows on local channels. And I've not even exhausted your entire list of occupations. So tell me this. Does your day have 48 hours? <laughs> no, it's 24 hours. Are you but, sure? Um, <laughs> yes, I am. Actually, um, I have divided my uh, things uh, in certain ways. Um, so usually what I try to give, like for my community work, I try to give two to three hours every day two different projects for the recordings uh, for my uh, TV or media things. I give them like uh, 
four to five hours every week so days are divided uh things are divided and i schedule them such way that you know i can have time for myself and my family too so yeah it's it's easily manageable because i've been doing it since a childhood like in my teens i have started doing the community work so i'm so used to do these things as a way of life so i'm just looking up your resume and i see that you also organize multiple fundraisers you conduct excellence awards for women and youth of tuff milton and you have five children yes i i do i do alhamdulillah so and plus two more kids live living with us they both are teens they've been living with us like two years now so yeah seven kids home. wow Marie, maliha i want to know what you have for breakfast <laughs> <laughs> oatmeal with almonds <laughs> does that work i mean like i i can start tomorrow <laughs> yeah it works it, it works for me actually okay. <laughs> so maliha milton muslim moms began just as a facebook group but now it has grown into something so much more so what is the next big project that you're working on Okay, so we are uh, planning to start our soup kitchen in downtown Milton. Um, it's it's already in pipelines. Uh, several things are finalized, but due to COVID nineteen, we have it. It's just halted our all the um, all the ongoing efforts. But yes, um, whenever this lockdown ends, we are planning to start our soup kitchen with uh, with a. fleet of uh, uh, volunteers uh, of milton muslim moms there are um, the projects we are planning to do for our youth and for our children uh, uh, maliha coming back to your soup kitchen will it be open to people of all faiths yes yes it's a different thing and it's a community thing it's going to be open for all the public um, and we want more uh, seniors come to it it we not going to advertise or market it as a soup kitchen for the people who are living under poverty line we want to call it a social event where we want uh, seniors come out because you you know that in canada it's it's a very very huge problem that um uh, seniors are living in isolation so we want them to come out so we can learn something from their experience and start building a bridge between us and them and our youngsters too mm-hmm. so maliha in our previous conversations you've often talked passionately about involving the youth in community projects so what are the youth initiatives that milton muslim moms has started we are uh, i have already told you about the workshops and we want and we usually what we do in workshops we try to bring the uh, uh, youngsters who are from colleges and universities to bring out them as mentors so they can connect with the children who were there and start you know talking to them about the activities and how to manage a certain lifestyle so they can have a more fulfilling life um uh, career wise uh, emotionally and there are so many uh, i've been hearing about it the mental health issues of our kids are facing in in today's world we want to give them a good mentorship uh, and i think they can connect with the youth who are already been there and who are doing their uh, work in universities in colleges so 
and that's what we used to do in our Milton Youth Club. We asked the uh, university going uh, students to come and mentor the kids who come in those uh, in those uh, sessions. Milton Muslim Moms has also gives out Youth Excellence Awards. What is that all about? So it's a youth leadership award, and we give them since four years. We we have started it um, in nineteen sixteen. Oh, sorry, two thousand sixteen. Um, we started giving them to recognize the uh, youth who've been out there, who've been doing lots of community work, and. Um, passionately been involved in the community um we have started with Arul Khalki and he's mashallah he is doing a phenomenal work right now in the covid assistance program too so i think giving them a platform is as important as giving them the um recognition to tell them that you deserve this you've been out there and we are looking at you and we see that what you are bringing to the community mm-hmm. about the women's excellence awards where did that idea come from so uh, we have been seeing that women in uh, especially colored women been doing so many things and i personally think that they did not have the recognition that much recognition out there because um, somehow we have this kind of the upbringing where if we don't brag about us we want to downplay our achievements we want to downplay our um, our whatever good we are doing in the community so i thought that this is the platform if we have this platform why not we give these women who who we see every day doing something good uh, around us and uh, that's how i come up with this award um women uh, of substance women of substance award we uh, we always give it to a woman we think that who is doing substantial work in the community uh, around the dta and sometimes across the globe so um this was the idea and then the ent- entrepreneurship the, that's important thing because as you can see women are very active in doing small businesses but since they are small businesses they couldn't get their name out but you can see they they have developed a good strong um uh customer services good strong clientele who been loyal to them i think that's that says something about their business acumen and i think it's supposed to be recognized too so we have started giving the entrepreneur uh, award entrepreneur of the year award the other award we give is a talent award uh, she the talent so she the talent award gives to a women who are either in a performing art who are doing something artistic um and her her talent is not been giving the the spotlight she's supposed to get so that's that's how we give them the spotlight which they deserve to shine okay so uh, maliha we recently came to know that milton muslim moms is trying to mobilize the immigrant uh, women in uh, milton to create ppes for the hospital so how are you doing that yes actually it's a great project um we 
actually after USA said that they're not going to um, give us PPE and there was sudden panic. So every Canadian uh, tried to help in their own way. Uh, Milton Muslim Mom has a 8,000 uh, membership platform. So I have asked on the, on the platform that we uh, need uh, volunteers with sewing machines. Alhamdulillah, we got 18 people and now we are working for Milton District Hospital. We are doing PPE for their RNs. Uh, we are doing, uh, for four clinics, we are doing the um, uh, lab coats mm -hmm. because they are out of it. We are doing, uh, uh, for uh, there are a few RNs in uh, York Hospital and in Opal Hospital. They have contacted us. So yes, and I'm really proud of these people because these um, volunteers are sewing day and night and try to uh, complete the, this work on time before the deadlines. You know, Maliha, people often talk about doing something good for society, but they rarely get past the living room discussions. So what is your advice to people who want to serve their communities but don't know where to begin? I, I always, if, if someone comes up with the idea that um, I want to start this certain thing, I always tell them, just to start it. And you know that you're going to get it done. Somehow you find a way. And don't... Just let it sit in your mind, the idea. You need to come out and, you know, just make a post on social media and tell that this is the idea. I want volunteers to make it done. And you see that there are lots of people and it's it's a very good thing about this kind of work, Mifra, that if someone, like, if someone relocate or someone has their own problems and they don't want to be part of the team anymore, there are more people coming to the team and fill that gap. So there wouldn't be a gap. And that's what I I was telling my friends the other day that if I wouldn't be here, someone else is going to fill up that gap. But the good work will go on. It somehow go on. That's how the world move on. And that's, that's a great takeaway, actually. So speaking of takeaways, <laughs> coming to your restaurant, <laughs> okay. Brown Pepper Grill. <laughs> So, Maliha, I want to give you a small snippet that when I landed in Canada about two years ago, that was one of the first restaurants oh, that I went really? to. So, and it's even more special. The story gets better because uh, I just made some a bunch of friends in my daughter's school and they saw that I didn't have any friends. I didn't have any network. I only knew my you know immediate family, like my brother-in-law's family. And they said, do you want to hang out with us? I was like, yes, please. So... I didn't even have a driver's license. I was still looking for a home. And they just picked me up. And, you know, we had several lunches there. So I have very good memories with Brown Pepper Grill, you know, attached Thank to it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, of course, the food was great. So that helped. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, otherwise the memories wouldn't be this good. <laughs> so, Malia, I wanted to know, what is your favorite dish on the menu? So... Uh, my cholesterol levels are coming really high in the last few months. So my Ouch. favorite right now is uh, Malai Boti. I'm really, really fond of that dish. And whenever I go to Brown Pepper Grill or order food from there, it's Malai Boti with the butter naan. 
Yeah, mm. I know what Hernan is like cholesterol, huh? but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's healthy with the Malai roti. So that's my favorite. My husband's favorite is the brain, brain masala, sorry, brain masala. So I love that too, but because of cholesterol, I couldn't eat it. My kids love chapli kebab. So everyone has their favorite, but mine is like Malai roti. I go for it every time. You know, I should have given a disclaimer that anyone who's fasting should probably skip this next minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Maliha, how how hard was it to recreate an authentic Pakistani food experience in Canada? It was really hard because uh, the there is a very huge difference between meat here and meat uh, uh, over there back home because uh, here you they they. Did do so much, uh, you know, asteroids and those things to the animals in Pakistan's more organic kind of a meat. So the taste of meat really make a difference. If I, um, if I brought the same spices from Pakistan, which I applied there, and it, the taste would be different here. So, um, but we tried. I don't know whether we succeeded or not, but we tried, and most of the people think that. that we created the same uh, taste as pakistan i think the on- yeah i think the online reviews say that you're doing a neat job <laughs> yes yes alhamdulillah for that alhamdulillah so maria you have been very vocal about women's rights and issues particularly in the southeast asian community so what is your according to you what is the best way to change people's attitudes towards women especially you know against them the misogynistic values that people tend to perpetuate so, so how to change this mifra, the the uh, feminist word the feminist uh, word is right now is stigma in our community they think if you are a feminist then you supposedly a man hater which is not the case at all uh, i'm surrounded by men who who cherish uh, women uh, achievements my father my brothers my husband my kids i have i have four boys so it's not that i'm man hater i love men in my life um, they've been there uh, on all the steps of my life in all the phases to support me to, to cheer for me it's not that it's the mindset i'm against the mindset can be of a man or women basic right to live your life with when it's been taken away i'm against that i'm not against any men i'm not against i'm against the system where women can be oppressed where women can be chained in in some emotionally chained women have their own mind they are educated they are 51% of the world population we are holding the half of the sky so Treat us, give us the same opportunities to achieve, to thrive. That that's the feminism I'm talking about, and I know it's it's a very it, there is a big stigma attached to it. Yeah, that is so true. So, uh, final question, uh, Maliha, you are already playing so many roles within the community. So, what more is on the cards? I'm thinking to uh, start my own media where I could produce things which can interest our youth some some thing where kids can come together and talk about their unique issues as their uh, colored uh, generation growing up in um in Canada 
I want to get into print media too. So let's see what, what's going to come out of it. Yes, but that's in the cards. You, you once mentioned that you're a big fan of Hasan Minhaj. Oh, oh, I am a huge fan. And I want to start some, I want to start the same kind of a thing with uh, with some stand-up comic who can, you know, really uh, talk about those issues which which connect to us and, you know, bring new issues like indigenous people, lots of um, lots of people in our communities don't know about their dilemma mm-hmm. in their um, in their uh, in the in the areas they are living. So you know those kind of things with with the with the light hearted comedy mm-hmm. uh, where and the sarcasm, the right kind tone of the sarcasm. They can come up with those kind of content. I would love to produce that kind of show. Um, yes, yes, I'm I'm a huge fan of Hasan Minhaj. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Maliha, again for coming to the show and sharing your insights. And I think we're all the richer after listening to you. No, no, no. It, it, it was my pleasure to talk to you. It's always nice to talk to you. And I'm, uh, thank, thank God that I got connected with you through that program. And I'm looking forward to collaborate with you more. Thank you so much for all those kind words. If you like this episode, please subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts from. We'd also love to hear from you. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or just email us at feedback at acrossatable.com.